1: faces a choice this is battleground america here's tara servatius
0: for years doing talk radio men have been sending me texts on our text line joking that they're busbians trapped in a man's body i've heard that one before no one's ever serious though until now back in 2020 in norway They passed the country's first speech codes, of course, around gender identity and gender expression. I'll get back to that in a minute. These new speech codes based around gender identity and gender expression mean that if you express contrary views, that's clearly a man, not a woman. You can face up to get this three years in jail. That's for expressing those views publicly. Not only does the law criminalize public comments. You can receive a year in jail for comments made in private to a family member. Folks, this is straight out of the Stasi, the Nazi regime. Your family turns you in and you go to prison? Yup. And using these laws across Europe, an Iron Curtain is slowly falling over the left. The kind of Iron Curtain we used to look to in dread when it was over the USSR. So grateful. We didn't have to live that way. This could easily come here. I'll tell you how that could happen in a minute. But first, meet Christine Gentoff. He's a he. He was born male. He's still a biological male. And like so many of my biological male listeners over the years, who've joked, I'm a lesbian trapped in a man's body. He's the country's foremost transgender activist who describes himself as a lesbian and says, straight-faced, that he is gay. In fact, he deigns to speak for gay people, including lesbians. Enter the country's other famed, foremost gay rights activist, an actual female, actual lesbian, named Tanji Jeff John. She's a filmmaker and an actress, a feminist, um, and as liberal as the day is long, and as these people tend to do, always shoving, Uh, Her most prized possession or her victimhood in your face. Look at her Twitter feed and it's pretty clear she hates men. So she is completely torqued out by the idea of a man claiming to be a lesbian and speaking for her. So what we got here is a blue on blue brawl. Both are woke liberals. Both were famous before this. That's why nobody cared that Christine Gentoff, the transgender female lesbian who's actually a man who hooks up with women nobody cared um when he jailed his critics one after another after another for taking issue on social media with his supposed gender gentoff has previously successfully brought criminal charges against those who questioned his her whatever sexual identification it didn't really stir the pot much because those were just transphobic hate mongers until he went after Tonji Jevjun, who, again, is as woke as he is. Now, Jevjan is facing three years in prison. You want to hear what for? Writing this. It's just as impossible for men to become lesbian as it is for men to become pregnant. Men are men, regardless of their sexual fetishes. And she says, look, this dude... He's this is got a sexual fetish. He likes to hook up with women. He's obviously cis and hetero. But look, he likes to pretend to be a lesbian. He can keep that in the bedroom. I'm not calling him one and he has no right to speak for me or for lesbians in general since he's not one, she says. This is her latest tweet after her first visit from the police. She's refusing to take it back. She wrote, My name is Tanjay Jevgen. I'm an artist, a woman and a lesbian being reported to the police for violating Section 185 is my latest project. Put this lesbian in jail, she said, directing her comments to the Minister of Culture and Equality, somebody by the name of Annette tretna Despite the fact that it's funny as hell to watch a blue on blue brawl like this, it's also a warning about what's happening in the West. She's facing three years for saying something that's biologically true and scientifically provable. Liberal law professor Jonathan Turley, who's been warning about this for a long time, writes, the Jin case is only the latest skirmish in this existential struggle for free speech in the in the West. Folks, mind-blowing. That your family can turn you in for speaking the truth at home and you can do a year in prison for that even if the only people who hear it are your other family members. Jonathan Turley writes, Norway is a vivid example of how this movement to criminalize speech is continuing. It's no accident, he writes, that when Elon Musk bought Twitter, figures like Hillary Clinton turned to Europe to censor the views of fellow Americans and they can now. In fact, and as of wonder on the show, it's going to be wild to see what happens the first week of January because the EU iron curtain falls. That means that Facebook, Twitter, everybody must censor according to the European rules or Europeans won't be able to see or interact with accounts from other countries that aren't censoring according to the way, in the way that Norway already is. So, Facebook could easily use this to censor Americans on the argument, well, you're going to lose all your foreign followers. You're going to lose all of Europe. That's what they're going for, hoping they can get this censorship regime on Americans because if Twitter, and Twitter's already been warned uh, by the EU, if Twitter and Facebook and even Getter um, don't censor, uh, they will be fined up to 6% of their revenues, not profits, and eventually cut off by the Iron Curtain, blocked. Out of europe it's unbelievable people don't even know it's coming it would mean that twitter would cease to be an international platform banned just as effectively and just as thoroughly as in china who's under this pressure because of these laws to censor americans google facebook twitter instagram tiktok all of those some will give in it's going to be incredible to watch it but folks I want to point out to those of you who have been with me for a long time, this is exactly what I was freaking out over the day after the gay marriage ruling when Justice Kennedy included self-identity, the right to self-identity in the gay marriage ruling. He actually had nothing about gay marriage, uh, nothing to do with gay marriage. It was inconsequential to the ruling. He just tacked it on, and he created a new right that Jonathan Turley at the time warned was going to bump up against First Amendment rights. And boy, has it ever. The right to self-identity is very similar sounding to the right to gender identity and gender expression. The legal basis for the Norway censorship. But I know what you're saying. Yeah, but Norway doesn't have a First Amendment. We do. To that I say, so what? In the arguably fascist regime that now is America, well, with the exception of maybe Getter and Twitter, let's hope it stays that way, corporations are the ones who do the censorship anyway not the government but here's the deal the democrats should they ever get power again just a few more votes than they won in 2020 would remake the supreme court into more of a legislature 5 10 15 20 25 members to be removed at any time if they didn't vote the way the democrats liked you think the bill of rights will survive that for even 10 years it won't you think the current Republican leadership will say a thing about it beyond maybe whining on Sean Hannity? They won't. Do you think they'll do a thing about it? Oh, heck no. Don't once again, uh, we're dependent for our free speech on the whims of Elon Musk. Hope he had a good breakfast this morning and that he's in a good mood. The Bill of Rights now rests with him. Here's what's really going on here. They'll have to give a rip about gender identity or transgender people any more than they care about the people dying in the desert or getting raped on their way here they could give a rip they're using this as the basis for speech code call from mom answer it call silenced
1: instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game that's why they make ordering from your couch easy Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game.
0: You have 47 new voicemails.
1: Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
0: Knowing Americans would never tolerate outright speech codes. These are politically correct speech codes. Not because the Democrats want control. No, no, no. It's just to keep people's feelings from being hurt. Yeah. Right. Nope. That whole gender identity is the basis for speech codes. Once they set in law that there can be speech codes, speech codes of any kind, it's over. They'll just use that to piggyback onto others. It's absolutely brilliant. I often marvel at how smart these people are and how much mental energy. They must devote daily to coming up with evil stuff like this. But this isn't happening here yet, Tara. Oh, yeah, it is. These are two stories just from today. I could do this every day here's today's story university of new mexico has now amended its student code and faculty code to make not using students and staff's preferred pronouns harassment you can lose your job for it again this is just from the news today where a teacher in a separate situation lost her job in ohio yep middle school teacher forced to resign or be fired after refusing to call students by their preferred pronouns. That's at Jackson Memorial Middle School. Middle School in Missilian, Ohio. The key to winning is, of course, to actually try. And you could argue Republicans aren't. Key elements of what's left of the dying, ever-unpopular Bush dynasty are fighting like tooth and nail to hold on to power. Mitch McConnell came out of the Bush dynasty So did Kevin McCarthy, and so did Ronna McDaniel, the niece of Mitt Romney. Yeah, she's lost in the past three election cycles. How do you spend and send an additional six million GOP voters to the polls, but lose every critical race that you need to win to keep the Senate? How, as unpopular as they were do the Democrats, pick up a seat in the Senate? This is how. She's a mess. And an organizational disaster. I could do a whole podcast on it, but I won't bore you with it. But this is Exhibit the RNC's 2021 financial spending. Keep in mind, we got outspent like in the uh, Oz Fetterman race in Pennsylvania, four to one. Boy, Oz could have used this money. Listen to this 1.3 million in just a year spent on luxury travel, private jets, another half a million floral arrangements. A staggering $321,000. What the? Home Improvement and Decor, 165000 Entertainment, 75000 Food and Beverage Delivery, $65,000. Uh non clothing retailers, 55000 Alcohol, $36,000. Spa and Cosmetics, 7000 Vehicle and Other Mechanical Expenses, four grand. And something called LGB2 tq filings a thousand dollars i don't whatever it's 2.6 million and people are freaking out that could have made the difference in a tight senate race meanwhile and i'm not sure republicans across the country have fully figured this out yet we're seeing a thing we haven't seen before senate minority leader mitch mcconnell the highest ranking democrat i'm sorry freudian slip the highest ranking republican in the party has gone rogue his last two weeks have been an absolute reign of terror. He's in his last term. Unfortunately, there's four more years in it. And unfortunately, Trump endorsed him in Kentucky in the primary. So we're stuck with this doofus. He has spent the last two weeks on an absolute tear in total partnership with the Democrats. He's not even pretending anymore. It started with him palling up with the Democrats in order to pass the JCPA, which would have suspended federal criminal Antitrust, anti-monopoly rules to allow what is a crime right now which would be social media and the mainstream media to come together and collude to literally lock out the mainstream media's competitors lock them right off social media normally that would be illegal but mitch wanted to figure out how to silence breitbart who's been screaming bloody murder silence daily caller silence the others he's trying to ram this down our throat three different ways We couldn't get the 10 votes in the Senate to do it that he needed to join the Democrats. And he got awfully close. He tried to attach it uh, to the NDAA, which is a military funding bill. Uh, But a massive campaign of Collins to offices knocked those votes out. Now he's going in a different direction. He's trying to get us for a year, silence us for a year. Us, the people who won the popular vote in the midterms by a staggering six million What's he doing? Well, the real power, the only real power that we will have in the House because we don't have the Senate is the power of the purse. Budget, you know, it gets its lunch in the House. That's where it starts. So, you know, right now we're looking at Title 42 coming down and Joe Biden requesting four billion, not billion, billion dollars uh, for his smuggling operation and voter drive at the border. Four billion. That sounds like a lot. Yeah, well, it costs a lot when you have 16,000 people a day. Uh, Department of Homeland Security says we'll be showing up. We had 16,000 just this weekend, two days in anticipation of it. So it's for hotel nights for them. It's for plane tickets for them. And it's for the brand new free cell phones that come with all the apps installed that allow them to apply for federal welfare benefits. You're saying, wait, isn't that illegal? Uh-huh. For non-citizens to apply? Yep. But how are you going to track your voters if you don't get them on the dole? We could stop and defund all of this. We could defund the Department of Homeland Security and there's Republican support to do so if we can just get a delay in the passage of the budget for six weeks so we can swear in our all, you know, our Republican majority Congress, right? Well, Mitch McConnell is working with the Democrats to try to ram a budget bill for the year down our throats before his own party can take office in the House. Mitch McConnell is, of course, the head senator of the Republicans in the Senate. He's working with the Democrats to do that, including the $4 billion to fly these illegals all over the country at your expense. Again, it stops. They don't have the money to do it if Mitch would just let up, but he won't. This is the same Mitch McConnell who shockingly has said nothing, as we've learned the FBI, the Department of Homeland Security, the Department of National Intelligence, the CDC, and the Biden regime illegally in violation of the First Amendment censored not only conservatives and Republicans, but Mitch's own candidates, both in this Senate race and in the runoff in Georgia. So this says to the Democrats, look, Google, you guys, you go ahead, you know, Twitter visit. You just go ahead and disappear my candidates. I'm cool with that. You go ahead and silence the media outlets that support my party. Totally cool with that. He hasn't said a word about any of it. And he's doing everything he can to get that through. The guy has literally gone rogue. How bad is it? Kevin McCarthy, the wannabe speaker of the House, is a profoundly corrupt individual. He was on Fox News wailing on Mitch. Because he wants to craft the budget. Otherwise, we'll be essentially powerless to do anything but hold hearings for about a year. That means we'll have nothing to show for it, or very little, going into 2024 when we're going to need that to have the momentum to win back the Senate and hopefully the presidency. It's a disaster. Watching this, you can't decide anything but that Mitch McConnell is controlled opposition, literally owned and controlled. He's in his 80s. He should just retire instead of helping the Democrats destroy the country. Can he? Well, the Chinese gave his wife and his father-in-law the same deal Hunter has, even with cocaine. That's why they call him Cocaine Mitch. The Chinese on the ships, the shipping company that they essentially gave the McConnells, they were running cocaine. That's why they call him Cocaine Mitch. So, I mean, there's a lot of compromise on him. Peter Schweitzer laid a lot of it out in his New York Times bestselling book, But to watch Mitch go rogue like this and to watch even the profoundly corrupt Kevin McCarthy freak out over how rogue Mitch has gone, well, it's shocking. But the first step to winning in the future is to fire the losers who specialize in losing, most especially Ronna McDaniel, who ran up these bills and didn't manage to get much else done in the last three election cycles, racking up three losses. So she's got to go, but can we extract her? The Bushes want to keep her in place so they can hold on to power. Will they?
1: We'll see. Battleground America with Terra Servatius. Please subscribe on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Share with friends, family, and other free thinkers. Thanks for listening.